Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Beyond the Self podcast. I am your host, yours entirely, (laughs) Africa. And um, as always, it is my pleasure and it really is always every single time that I sit on this same chair, this same position in my living room recording this. It is always my absolute pleasure. So thank you so much for spending your time, your precious time with me. As you can see by the title, we're going to a place that I don't think we have gone to on this podcast. We are going to be exploring the fear of being left behind, and we're going to do it in a very informal, riffing out loud way, which is one of my favorite ways to speak with you. Last episode was more sort of the same, but it was also very prescriptive because there was specific information that I wanted to put forward to you. But this conversation that we're having today actually follows from that very beautifully. And I'm going to be referencing different episodes that I've spoken about that could also be supportive of you if you find yourself resonating with what we're talking about here. So, um, do I need to catch you up? What have I been doing? What have I been doing? Uh, To be honest, my time and my internal and external world has just been revolving around doing the second draft of my book. You would have heard me talk about it on the episode that was titled, I've Been Writing Timidly, where I spoke about handing in the manuscript, where I spoke about the notes that I received, my own realizations, Um, taking on board what my editors told me, feeling affirmed, feeling validated, ready to go, feeling like I'm actually on track because I know what's working. And most of all, I know what is not working. And that has been pretty much what I've been doing for the past couple of weeks, stepping into the rewrite, making sure that energetically and spatially I have time for it and making time for it. Making time is is what it's really about. Um, so I've been doing really well. I've been doing really well. There are also matters of the heart um, where in many ways, as I have been doing in the past few months, grieving the ending of my relationship, but also acknowledging that it might end up being an entirely new relationship and also acknowledging that it might not be time for that new relationship but it might be you know I I don't know I don't know but right now what I am focusing on is bringing all of that energy back to myself so I can do what I need to do focus on what I need to focus on really build myself up in a lot of ways because I really want to put everything that I have into this book. It's going to be one of the biggest and bravest things I've ever done in my entire life. And I don't want to half-ass it. I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to procrastinate on it to a point where I put something out just for the sake of it. So I'm being really mindful of my energy in so many ways, but I'm also having a lot of fun. You know, I I'm playing a lot at the moment, um, diving into pleasure, which I always do, but in many different ways, I'm spending time with my friends and people that I love. Um, and again, coming back to the making time, I'm making the time for it. So I'm well, I'm well, I really hope that you are too. And, um, I'm going to, oh, can you hear that? That is my tea. 
Today I'm drinking persimmon leaf tea, which I get from my favorite, one of my favorite um, Korean tea brands, B Om, and they have a tea house, a tea room in Exmouth Market. I'm sure I've spoken about them before. They do not pay me. They do not sponsor me. I don't need them to. They just have very, very good and beautiful products and their service and as people they're such a wonderful team that I have been giving them my money for the past three years and I will continue to because yeah they're they are just wonderful so I'm drinking this herbal tea called persimmon it's from the persimmon leaf and that is my brew of the day so let's let's dive into this conversation okay because I think this is going to be a little bit of a minisode it's not going to be too long but I feel very strongly about the message that I'm putting forth and it was inspired by something that I shared yesterday which I will read for you before I dive in and just see where my mind goes with this because I'm not even too sure myself I just know that I feel it very strongly in my body right now and before we do that if you don't follow this podcast already please make sure that you're doing so I was looking on Spotify today and I saw that we have 1.2 thousand five-star reviews. That is incredible. I'm blown away. There are some podcasts that have been around for a very, very long time that maybe aren't reviewed at all. Maybe they don't ask people. Maybe they don't know that that's an option for people. And the reality is that social proof does make a difference. If people see that a lot of people have watched something or like something, it makes people curious. And I am okay with people being curious about this podcast based on those metrics, all right? So please do review this podcast if you haven't already and engage in the poll, in the questions on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review there as well. I am so, so, so grateful every single time I see something. Um, Yeah, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. There's a lot of work and time and money and money and money that goes into making this podcast happen and I want it to remain ad-free for as long as possible and even things like seeing that people are actually enjoying it they are the things that allow for me to continue doing it and to not feel resentful okay so please do follow review do all of the wonderful things send smoke signals share it with your friends whatever you need to do print it out I don't know show some support you already do so thank you very very much now the post that I wrote which a lot of you resonated with read the musings and work that you see me share here on social media or anywhere else online are less than one percent of my daily work although I share my ideas on several public platforms I am not a content creator my work is not content What you get here is the overflow from long-form conversations, thought experiments, and client work, which mostly takes place offline. I spend long periods of time observing, consulting, researching, writing, mentoring, studying, and embodying my own teachings. This last part is important. Embodiment. I've dedicated my life to understanding two areas of fascination, self-sabotage and self-censorship. I have an unexplainable desire to understand the complexities of the human experience. 
The beauty, the disturbing, the joy, the chaos, the patterns we recognize and those we don't. I use those two concepts, self-sabotage and self-censorship, as a means for exploration. This has been my personal and professional mission for the past seven years. My work exists here, yes, but its fullness can only be experienced in its totality offline. I am in no rush. Everything at its time. I am not in competition with anyone including parts me. My desire is to continue mastering my craft while remaining a student to all that I encounter, especially that which brings about discomfort. I take my time with my words and my thoughts because I'm in it for the long haul. I take my time because intentionality and integrity matter over numerical growth. Urgency doesn't live here. Followers and likes don't exist here. It's all a revolving door. I will never share or post to appease an algorithm or due to fear of being left behind. Behind only exists if you want it to. Mastery, joy, spaciousness and a life lived offline is what I care about. Those were the words that I wrote and I finished it off with thanking every single person, every single person that has continuously supported and encouraged me, not just my work but me as a person. I am so grateful and there there aren't enough words for that gratitude that I feel. It feels like I'm cheapening what I'm trying to say by labeling it gratitude because it's so much deeper than that. The past seven years, even if you've been with me for the past year, six months, two years, three years, four years, however long, but everything that I have poured out into the world for the past seven years has been received with the utmost respect. And I'm not counting the handful of trolls or people that have tried to misrepresent me. But then further along down the line, they come back and say, you know what, Africa, I, I get it, you know. But some people also don't, don't you know. And I, I'm not counting those people. I'm counting the majority that have continued to support me and cheer for me, even if they don't agree with everything because they don't have to, they're not supposed to, okay? But what inspired me to write that was something that is always on my heart. And I have a lot of friends that are writers, a lot of friends that are big thinkers, a lot of friends that are artists and share ideas, people that are brave enough to put their mind and their ideas and their internal world out there for everyone else to see. You know, people that are courageous enough to bear themselves. And it's always a fucking shame when people do that, especially online. And then they're labeled content creator. And then they're labeled influencer. It's a completely different thing if you choose those labels for yourself, right? Because that's the beauty of this human life that we live. You get to choose what labels you wear in the world. And that's a wonderful thing. Okay? But you also, for the most part, don't get to choose other people's labels. And someone could be listening to this and thinking, okay, Africa, it's not a fucking big deal. Um, 
To me it is, and that's okay. That's why I have my platform where I get to say that it's a big deal to me, okay? (laughs) Um, To me it's a big deal because so many people pour themselves into their work, into their artistry, into their mastery, into being writers, into being artists, into being scientists, into being therapists, into being coaches, into being whatever the fuck you do, into being a beekeeper, into being a decorator, into being a dancer, whatever it is that you do. And then to have that experience and that skill set and that investment of your time, your energy, your money, your expertise, your intellectual property flattened as influencer and content creator. I'm sorry. No, when we're not fucking doing that here. No, not in this house. No, I've rejected it since the beginning of me doing what I do. I rejected it before I even became trained and became an expert in what I do today. I knew that I was not an influencer. When I was speaking about sobriety, people had no idea what to call me. So so a lot of the time what people will do is they will just look at your following. They will just look at maybe the fact that you might have gone viral. They will just look at maybe the way you look, the way you dress, especially if you're a millennial or younger, it's easier to kind of just put those labels onto you. Um, And it tends to be mainly for women, you know, it tends to mainly be women that will have their experience and their work flattened as influencer. So I've always rejected that term and I've always rejected it out loud. I've written, I think I've written a couple of public um, articles. I might have written one or said something in one of my pieces for The Guardian some years ago around not wanting to be called an influencer because by that time I had my specific worldly labels that I have, you know, I'm a fucking consultant and I'm a writer and I'm a mentor and I'm a coach. All of those things are visible on my website. All of those things are visible on my social media. All of those things are visible because when I do an interview or have a conversation, they will ask me who I am, ask me what I do, and then I will I will tell people. And People, some people might not think it's a big deal, but it would have to happen to you enough times for you to experience it as a big deal or for you to not care so much about it. But it can have a ripple effect because the reality is that people might not take you seriously. They just might not take you seriously. So anyway, this post was inspired by conversations that I've been having with clients of mine, with friends of mine for years. But it's also something that I really felt in relation to posting and sharing just to appease the algorithm, posting and sharing just so my following can grow, posting and sharing just so I can get more likes, all things that I have never given a shit about. I will write and share when I have something to say. There's already enough noise out there in the world. I have no fear of being left behind. Behind by who? Who's behind? (laughs) Who's behind am I behind? No, the fear of being left behind does not live here. Urgency does not live here. 
as I wrote, it is all a revolving door. People will come in, people will come out. If you share something with every post you share, you will lose at least one follower. That is how social media works. Whether that follower is a bot or an actual human being or someone that has deactivated their account, that is none of your business what the specifics are. You will quote unquote lose a follower or followers every single time you share something. So if that is the metric upon which you base whether you are visible or not, it's a very poor place to judge from. I lose followers all the time. (laughs) Anytime that I post about sexuality, that I post about pleasure, or maybe I'm wearing a top that is showing my nipples a little bit because I love nipples. I just think nipples are beautiful. To me, they're not even sexual. I love, since I was quite young, I've always loved a little, just a little slight nipple that we can see or a very visible nipple on a woman. I love it. People, depending on what post they find me from, they have an idea about who I am. Okay, they have all these ideas about who I am. So maybe I might start to speak in a certain way. I will say the word fuck because I love the word fuck. And people will be like, oh, no, 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 that is that. No, that is not the Africa that I expected based on the (laughs) on these words. Okay, on these 15 words, that is not the you that I thought. And then they'll unfollow. That's fine because they still got their needs met or I was still able to plant a seed from that initial post that they found me from. That is okay. It's all a revolving door. Some people will come in, some people are coming out. We make room for other people and and on it goes. Likes and followers and what other people are doing and the algorithm and blah, blah, blah. Those are very poor metrics to judge from in my eyes. Okay. The fear of being left behind is keeping a lot of us prisoner. Take some time away to rest. Take some time away to actually master your craft. That's why you have a lot of people prematurely sharing ideas that they haven't even thought through. That's why you have a lot of people copying other people. That's why you have a lot of people feeling excited about concepts and then starting to share it straight away without taking time and space to embody the ideas. Because we think everything is content. I advise anyone that's a creative of any kind, anyone that's an idea generator, anyone that's an entrepreneur, stop calling your work content. Whatever, you might have the so-called content strategy in your company or in your business, that's a different thing. Stop calling your work content. That can be a game changer. I know that for a lot of my clients, it's been a game changer for them when I've had the conversation with them. Stop fucking calling your work content. You are not a content creator. You're a consultant. You're an entrepreneur. You're a writer. You're a playwright. You're an actor. You're a dancer. You're a singer. You're a climber. And then you share your work on these platforms and then you share your ideas on these platforms but your work needs to be embodied. Your work likely requires some kind of studying and research and space and observing. And your work is not content because when you view it as such, that's when you feel that pressure to churn, churn, churn. Oh, I haven't posted in two days. I haven't posted in a day. No one gives a shit. Okay. You could be posting every day, but what's the use if you're exhausted? What's the use if you don't feel any joy, any pleasure, any excitement? 
What's the use if you still feel extremely stressed and you're comparing yourself to the next person? That's when comparison tends to step in. That's when envy tends to step in. And I highly recommend that you listen to a previous episode that I did. I cannot remember the number. Let me have a look at the number of this um, episode, actually. And it was about using envy as a motivator. And it's actually one of my favorite, favorite episodes. Um, Let's see what the number of this is. Episode 41 of this podcast, Beyond the Self, and is titled Using Envy as a Motivator Instead of Self-Sabotaging. It's a very important episode if you're resonating with anything that I'm saying right now. Because when you rush yourself, when you give yourself labels that are restrictive, labels that are not true, you will end up operating from a place that is not in integrity. You will end up externalizing when you should actually be maybe in a season of silence, maybe in a season of observation, maybe in a season of just studying and writing and cultivating your skills, strengthening your voice, refining your message, playing around with your art form, playing around with the medium, playing full stop. There could be so many different things that you need to be doing and then you find yourself in a state of envy because maybe other people are embodying traits and qualities and ways of being that you wish you had. So instead of celebrating them, you feel envious. And it's not to say that you can't feel both envy and celebration at the same time because you can absolutely feel those things at the same time. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about when you feel envy full stop and you feel resentful yet you're churning things out, trying to catch up with an algorithm that is so, you have no fucking idea how it even works, how it chooses certain things. So if you have found yourself in the trap of calling your work content, calling yourself a content creator when you're actually not, maybe you haven't even thought about the label that you want to wear, so you think content creator is is just what it is. No, take your time. Take your time and find a label that is true to you. I do not agree with flattening everyone's experience as one. No. Claim what it is you actually are. I tell people what I am, what I do, what I'm not, what I don't do. Okay, so that, um, yeah, that was the inspiration between my post, um, the inspiration behind my post rather, and it was the inspiration I always feel because I always see people getting themselves trapped by forcing, getting themselves trapped because they're so afraid of being left behind, creating offers that don't feel good, putting out art that doesn't feel good, you know, and not everything has to feel good for you to put it out. You know that much if you have been part of my world for any amount of time, but you know exactly what I'm referring to. Take your time. Taking your time doesn't have to be an excuse for being passive. You can take your time and still be proactive. You can take your time and still be intentional. You can take your time and still be in integrity, still create momentum and excitement. And it doesn't have to be a performance for other people so that you don't get left behind. So that you don't become quote unquote irrelevant. Irrelevant to who? If I don't want to post anything 
for two months. I'm not posting anything for two months. If I don't want to post anything for a few weeks, then so be it. Okay. The people that are for me will find me every time, every time on every social media platform in every lifetime, they will find me. Okay. (laughs) There is no fear of being left behind here. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. I'll say it again. It does not fucking exist. Okay. You might feel it. You might even feel it for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks, whatever, but it's not real. The ideas that we have about it are real, but it's not real. So change the ideas that you have of it. Change the ideas that you have of what it means to be silenced, to not be constantly sharing and posting and talking and being exciting, having a new idea. Take your time. Stop performing. Unless it's a conscious performance, Stop performing. So again, I'm going to leave you and repeat the last paragraph that I wrote because I think it's very, very, very important. I take my time with my words and my thoughts because I'm in it for the long haul. I take my time because intentionality and integrity matter over numerical growth. Urgency doesn't live here. Followers and likes don't exist here. It's all a revolving door. I will never share or post to appease an algorithm or due to fear of being left behind. Behind only exists if you want it to. Mastery, joy, spaciousness and a life lived offline is what I care about. Thank you so much, so, so much for everyone that has supported me, supported my message, encouraged me, allowed me to just be me and being okay um, with my seasons of being on and being okay with my seasons of being off and not feeling entitled to any of it, you know, and for having respect for me and my work and what I put out into the world. Thank you. I'm going to have a little sip of parsimony leaf for you because thank you. I'm very, 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 very grateful. And if this episode resonates with you, do share it with someone. There's someone that probably needs to hear this. Even if their experience is wildly different from mine or yours, just the idea of letting go, this fear of being left behind, just the idea of understanding that the fear might feel real in your mind and in your body, but it's not real. The meaning that you've applied to it is real. The ideas that you have about it are real. None of this is going anywhere. It's only going to disappear if you disappear. And at some point in time, we will all be gone. At some point in time, we will all die. At some point in time, we're all going to be in a lot of ways free from the shackles of being on planet Earth. But for now, you are here. For now, none of the things are going anywhere. Your community is not going anywhere. Your audience is not going anywhere. Those so-called followers and likes are not going anywhere. They might look very different from time to time, season to season, platform to platform, but it's always going to be there, okay? 
what matters most it's what's inside your internal world when you're not getting that external validation when you're not getting validated by a fucking algorithm do you have your own back go to the self-reputation episode run to the self-reputation episode that I did a couple of episodes ago or a few episodes ago do you have your own back when nothing is happening externally when there aren't any of those vanity metrics you need to be able to hold your internal world up okay and the fear of being left behind gets in the way of that so share this episode let me know what has resonated. Send me an email if you would like to. Hello at africabrook.com. I would love to know what has resonated with you. And I really, really do hope that something in here allows for you to feel a little bit of relief, but do not use that relief as an excuse because we do not do that here. Okay. Okay, good. I will see you in the next episode. Take care.